everybody's a dreamer and everybody's a star and everybody's in movies it doesn't matter who you are there are stars in every city in every house and on every street and when you walk down Hollywood Boulevard the names are written in concrete I guess I can just do an intro oh yeah hey buddy is that how we're starting it that's what I said the last time yeah that's gotta be it right like that's so obvious yeah <laughs> hey buddy it's time to talk about Polly Shore again welcome back <laughs> uh, welcome back to wheezing the pod brought to you by Sicko and Ebert uh, we're your hosts Sicko and Ebert yeah I'm Sicko um, I'm Ebert I'm also known as Janos yeah I'm also known as Roy supposedly that's what they call me how are you feeling today um well i watched son-in-law so that's how i'm feeling it's <laughs> <laughs> son-in-law 1993 that's, uh, that's what i would call a mild botheration <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling somewhat somewhat perturbed um <laughs> i starring romantic lead Polly shore which yep. is yeah four words i never thought i would say his Big leading turn. <laughs> it's a big leading turn. <laughs> we were all waiting for the day that he would get his starring role. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's some great Roger Ebert quote about Polly Shore, but it's not in the review on this movie. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Polly Shore, Roger Ebert. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. I just got to find it. Because doesn't he say some shit about, oh, I found son-in-law movie review from Yeah, Roger I've Ebert. been looking at that. Uh, yeah, I, in on, on the Wikipedia, it says, describing Shore's performances, film critic Roger Ebert wrote, Shore bypasses all categories to achieve a kind of transcendent fingernails on the blackboard effect. That's it. <laughs> transcendent. Uh, it's apparently from the review on jury duty. So we're... We'll- okay. We might dive back into that when we do jury duty. In this movie, he says, uh, Son-in-Law is the latest specimen of the FOW movie, (laughs) which stands for fish out of water and refers to the formula by which a character is inserted into a world where he does not belong and sinks or swims according to the whims of the screenwriter. It stands for turning one uh, wind to Pauly Shore, because that's what the kind of thrust of this movie and Encino Man are. I mean, it's like the opposite, right? Like in Encino Man, it's uh, him being the yeah water, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into which Brendan Fraser must sink or swim. Yeah. And in this one, but this movie goes it's like the central conceit. We're talking about Son-in-Law, by the way, uh-huh. nineteen ninety-three movie. And the central conceit of Son-in-Law is like it's like a very simple to understand gimmick, um, and it takes so long. To get there. It does. <laughs> like, it takes, like, half the movie until Pauly Shore is in the titular son-in-law situation. Uh-huh. It, it has takes to do a- so much legwork. It has to do so much. There's so much that they need to establish. They need to establish f- funny, funny California. Funny, wacky California. They need to establish, um, lesbian roommate. Funny, funny little brother. Funny, horny little brother. They have. They need to establish um, 
d- farm farm men. They need to establish so many things, and it takes such yeah. a it really does. Yeah, it needs to like it needs to establish the farm situation, <clears throat> then the college situation, then what it's like in California, then why he's there, and then the whole like boyfriend situation. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's less about him being funny son-in-law and more about how do I even describe this? He, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of doing double duty, right? It's kind of it is definitely a fish out of water situation because it's kind of uh, he finds himself on both ends of the stick, yeah. as you could say. He first he's the water, then he become fish. <laughs> um, because first he has to teach um the first Silk Spectre about uh how to be California. Mm-hmm. Um. And then he has to go do farm shenanigans, which we love to see. Yep. We do love to see him rodeoing a pig and falling into big doodoo pile. And <laughs> it, it, it it's really like ticking off a checklist. It really is of like farm stuff we can do. And I was mm-hmm. not uncharmed by all of it. Like I will say, I had a couple of genuine laughs. Me at, too. Me uh, too. Farm stuff he does. Yeah, there were some um, shenanigans that were funny. <laughs> You, I'm gonna put you on blast because you did, you did say to me yesterday at 4.57pm my time, am I insane or is this movie kind of (laughs) good? Yes, here's what happened to me, right? Like, I started watching this movie and at first, like, for the first 10 minutes I wasn't enjoying it at all. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of, like, got used to its groove, like, once Polly Shore started showing up and I was, like, I was, like, kind of charmed by stuff, like, at at a base level, right? Mm -hmm. And I was having a good time up until like the final 20 minutes of the movie like up until the bachelor party where it takes like a really bizarre turn yeah it just <laughs> goes I wasn't like having fun anymore yeah because it just becomes cruel for no reason it becomes and... a horror story all of a sudden <laughs> it does it's awful and it's like like you're right like the first 10 minutes are like they're not good like i don't like to see yeah. the you know <sighs> Funny, like, I already mentioned it, the funny lesbian roommate thing and the little brother getting horny about it. I don't like that ever. <laughs> that, that does nothing to the story. Let's let's discuss these first ten minutes. Oh my god, yeah, okay. We, we see, <clears throat> like, the first scene, graduation American high school in South Dakota, I'm told by Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Filmed in California, ironically. <laughs> Great. Uh, and Carla, um, Carla Gugino is the valedictorian and she's the good girl. Carla Gugino, who we all know. Who we all know and love. <laughs> America's sweetheart. <laughs> this is no, like, Polly Shore is the most famous person in this movie. Truly. Truly. He, uh, that's, no, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, we'll get to it when yeah. he comes in. Um, we have to talk about the first ten poly-free minutes before we can get to the treat of, of yeah, Polly which Shore. is, I was really, like, tapping on my watch, like. <laughs> yeah, uh, where is he? The Reggie.gif, yeah. where's, where's Polly? 
Give me I my weasel. That. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was this family, like without even without, like this is what maybe this is why it like doesn't like quite work on its core level. This movie is that this family, even without the titular son-in-law uh, thrown into the mix, already is like really annoying. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Ebert loves to talk about how annoying Polly Shore is. Like he he says. Crawl, uh, played by Polish, was one of the more tiresome movie characters of recent months. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like it doesn't like I'm I'm so much more annoyed by the little brother. Uh, yeah, the little brother played by the kid from the Sandlot. I um, <laughs> I couldn't remember because I knew I knew I had seen this kid in like everything. Um, and I couldn't remember what exactly I had seen him in, so I went to his his Wikipedia page and um. The first thing that disappointed me was seeing that he is an avid Scientologist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got worried for a second that oh no, is this one of those movies that like became uh, ground zero for you know a Scientology infection, where just everybody became a Scientologist after this? Like, um, like look who's talking, which famously is stars Kirstie Alley and John Travolta. Um, you know, but uh, looking around, I don't think that's the case. Plus, he was yeah. only, like, 14. But, um, yeah, he's very annoying. What is he fucking... He's wearing a shirt in, like, the scene where they go to the yeah. college. He's wearing a shirt that says... God damn it. I fuck, to... I didn't write it down. Um, <sighs> I don't have the movie open here. Uh... It says something fucking goofy. Um, just something obscene. And I hated yeah. that he was wearing seduce it. Seduce me, please. <clears throat> That's it. Yeah, seduce me, please. I hate it. Um, uh, you want to know how I found this? Oh, no. I googled son-in-law movie shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, and there seems to be an Etsy page where you can buy this shirt. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I am seeing, like, I did, I also googled son-in-law movie shirt, and I am seeing some good items, such as, I never dreamed I'd end up being a son-in-law of a freaking awesome mother-in-law, <laughs> but here I am living the dream. So that's good. What the fuck is this one? Oh my god. I am a lucky son-in-law. I have a freaking awesome mother-in-law. She has a backbone made of steel and a heart made of gold. She's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes, but she loves me so much, and I am her son in heart. If you mess with me, the beast in her will awaken. They'll never find you, body. Yes, she bought me this shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. They'll never find you, body. (laughs) They'll never find you, body. Yes, she made this shirt. The guy, the guy modeling this shirt kind of has Pauly Shore hair. I'll just pop this in here in case either of us wants to get this. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I found a, I found a signed, a signed movie script signed oh, no. by Pauly Shore, Carla Gugino, Lane Smith, all the actors for 24 euros. What the fuck? That can't be... <laughs> that can't be... That's gotta be more valuable. Like, even for fucking son-in-law. That's like the time I found a signed... Uh, an autographed photo of Janine Garofalo in Mystery Men at a thrift store. <laughs> I bought it. I have it hanging in my parents' room at home. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm 24 euro. <laughs> 
Oh my god. There's no way this is real. (laughs) Copy? I am so... (laughs) Yeah, because it's like on on Etsy and it says five left. What the fuck? Five signed screenplays. Did they download a JPEG of a signed copy of it and then just like they're printing it? What the hell? To my dear son-in-law, I didn't give you the gift of life, but I gave you my gorgeous daughter. Thank you for not selling her to the circus. I know that I know how tempting that option is some days. Love your mother-in-law with a picture of a lion on it for some reason. Excellent. (laughs) There's one that has polish art on it. Good. Uh, There it better be. It's, oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> this is a print of Polish Shore on it from this movie, and it says on it, the text on it says, I don't mean to be rude, I'm looking at but it. you're giving me a semi. Remember when he said that and how funny it was when he said it? <laughs> Remember when he walked in on the mom and she was naked and it was funny comedy? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great scene. That was the scene that I saw on YouTube before. Um, <laughs> That kind of braced me for this movie. Maybe that's why I enjoyed the movie more than I thought. <laughs> uh, because I was prepared for the worst. Yeah, um, yeah maybe that, yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. We were talking about this pervert child t-shirt <laughs> that this says... pervert little boy. I heard, seduce me, please. Yeah, I don't know how old this boy is supposed to be, but in this entire scene, because, like, the plot is, right, we see the graduation, mm-hmm. and then they're flying to... Uh, Los Angeles, because no, 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 they drive there. To, remember, I quote, fictional University of Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, My alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> and they're there, and everything is just like debased. Like there's like there's a naked guy running through the floor. Yeah. Um, everybody's. I, I think like right before they leave, uh, there's a bit where Dad. Uh, Walter gives Rebecca a talk about how um, boys in California are uh, much more quick to um, to do things, if you know what I mean. And she's yeah. like, are you telling me not to have sex? I won't. And then we see her go out and she's making out with her uh, Chad boyfriend, Travis. <laughs> yeah, her Chad country boyfriend. And uh, he's he's a bastard. We learn this. Um, yeah, he's the worst. Yeah. He's the worst. He's, the, <laughs> he's one of the, like, two main villains of this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he played Chip on the sitcom Friends. So this is somebody that I'm assuming you're familiar with. <laughs> I don't remember the character of Chip, I have to say. Chip. How many episodes would this have been? Let me see. One episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so a storied Chip, career. Friends. He was Chip Matthews, the recurring character on Friends, because he was in two oh, okay. episodes, actually. Oh, okay. Two, all right, my um, mistake. He was on the one with the prom video and the one with the cat. <laughs> um, he was extremely popular in high school. He rode a motorcycle, which some girls nicknamed the Chipper. Oh, my God. Um, he used to date Rachel, but on Thanksgiving Day 1987, he broke up with her for a girl named Nancy Branson because she was rumored to be a slut. Okay, says cool. Says Friends Wiki. That sounds like a Friends plot. Yeah, yeah. 
That sounds like some shit you would read on Friends Wiki. The <laughs> so so she's got her friend's boyfriend, um, and they're making out, and she's like, "No, I must be a good girl and save my virginity for when I'm when I'm wife." Um, yeah. And uh, this is—I mean, this movie was produced by Disney, so it's very. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how do I put it? Like it, it does, it does have the like California stuff where it's like you know lose up and stuff, but it's still like very, very pro save it for marriage. Uh huh. I guess. Yeah, it's very yeah. I'm looking at the production right here, so we we have we have Jeffrey Katzenberg to blame for this movie. Thanks, um, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. After Encino Man, Shore was considering a project with New Line Cinema, but was persuaded by Disney chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg to stay with Disney and make Son in Law. So thanks. <laughs> um, I mean. <laughs> Je- without Jeffrey he would still probably would still have made a movie yeah we'd still um, have something to talk still about have something I wonder how uh, things are going in that universe yeah that's the President Bernie universe probably yeah I wonder how uh, how many he'd have done like... <laughs> he's the he, he's that universe's Leo DiCaprio but you can't say that like because <laughs> cause, like obviously like the script of this movie isn't like outstanding uh-huh. um, but it's not like he was done dirty by the screenwriters right like I, I right. think I think this movie squeezes out the most <coughs> of Polly that they can mm-hmm. um, so far that they bring back catchphrases like they say munching on some grindage again which uh-huh. was like a thing in Encino Man yeah this uh, many many call out or many callbacks to to Encino Man, and we'll talk about the a biggest of, one. It has a lot of catchphrases that you, as the viewer, are like supposed to recognize immediately, right? Like it does. It yeah, doesn't it's really set up why he's saying body. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, those those of us who are the poly heads in the audience will have been well acquainted with these things by now. Yeah, and it's like it's a much it's much less of a shock. To hear all these yeah. slang phrases that nobody's ever used outside of Pauly Shore himself in, you know, movie number two. Because it was so, like, hearing them in Encino Man was like, what the fuck is this? But this is just like, okay, yeah, it's Pauly. There he is. Classic Pauly. Yep. You know, who we know yep, and love at this point. You don't need to point. explain why, like, dressing in a Californian style is weasel wear. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to. I can, I can simply accept this time around that he's wearing... A jean jacket with cut-off denim shorts <laughs> and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this pervert brother. Like, I really hate oh, him at this. Uh, in this scene, for most of the movie, he gets better later once uh-huh. he, like, learns to chill. Yeah. Uh, from Crawl. But here at the beginning, he's, like, wearing this pervert t-shirt. And then, like, for an entire, like, three to four minutes, he's just, like... Pulling out all of his sister's like underwear. It's so gross. It's so awful. <laughs> and it's like I mean, it's bad enough if like someone does it like in the first place. But like your sis, yeah. Why? Why are you? Why are you like sniffing on your sister's bra? Like that's it's so gross. Beyond <laughs> weird. Like that's it's not just like gross teen boy behavior. That's yeah. That's this is on a different level. Yeah, this is something is wrong with this with this child. It's fucking yeah. awful. He he's he's pulling out her her panties and making fun of her for not wearing sexier 
undergarments and <laughs> he he tells her to make out with his with her lesbian roommate um who's just a nice lady she's just a nice yeah. young young lady who has happens to have a girlfriend she's um, just nice she's just nice she's literally nice and so is her girlfriend yeah, um, and they they decide. I mean, for some reason, they decide to like make out right in front of this pharma family. Yeah, because you gotta know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta know. But um, this is also like the most like making out we get in the entire movie. It like, is. It's. <laughs> <laughs> like Polly Shore and Carla. F- crawl and Becca never actually <laughs> get to like make out in this crawl. movie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like because Stony was such a great name in Encino. Stony Man. was excellent. They, yeah, they didn't quite nailed it the second no. time with Crawl. <laughs> they said we gotta outdo ourselves. Yeah, Stony was, was delightful. It was worth for the great joke of the dad calling him crotch like five times. Yeah, that that never stopped being funny. Um, <laughs> the didn't he call him something else too? They called him crotch, and then they called him like didn't they call him like crunge or something? I don't yeah, know. Is he yeah, crunge? I don't know. Um, they called him gunch. They so like. I mean, to be <clears throat> fair, I also like have a hard time remembering his name is Crawl in this movie. It's it's bad. It it just it it barely works. Um, it doesn't have any doesn't have the natural flow to it that Sony has. Like, right, right. Not to hold up Encino Man as like um <laughs> the pillar of <laughs> as like a pillar of cinema. Polly's magnum opus. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of like <laughs> I don't know for for like most of it like until it goes like off the rails at the end like mm-hmm. for a lot of this movie it's like weirdly low key <laughs> yeah it's it's there's so it much it doesn't play i'm too sexy for my shirt <laughs> during a like uh makeover scene <laughs> <laughs> that's very true and we do get several makeover scenes yeah. we get at least two in this in this film um and, yeah, and i do get to and we talked about the lesbian roommates, which is uh, a great representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family all make funny faces while they're seeing them making out. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. The pervert boy, he's like, ooh. Oh, yeah, he gets full he's chub. Like, yeah, he's Yeah, his eyes bug out and his jaw drops to the floor and his tongue rolls out like a carpet. <laughs> um, he's the- so <laughs> turned on by these older <laughs> lesbians making out who... What you know what's my favorite shit to see? Um, <laughs> it's the 90s. It's the 90s. So, yeah, that happens. And then Dad is, like, trying to open, like, a safe or a locker or something. And he doesn't yeah. have the key. And they, he needs to, yeah. Her, her clothes are, like, in this, like, treasure chest looking thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest I don't know, shit. I don't know why. And the little brother was supposed to have the key, but he doesn't. He didn't have it. Why? Whatever. Yeah. They need some reason to go into Funny Polly Shore's room. So Dad needs to go in there to get a screwdriver, <clears throat> and uh, so he goes to the the RA's office, the resident residential Mister Resident Advisor, and yep. Polly Shore is hanging from the ceiling like a funny bat, and he swings He's down. Here. He's here. He says, "Hey, buddy," and uh, he needs to. Dad gets scared because he's playing loud rock music, which they don't have in South Dakota. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> they only have John Denver. They only have John Denver. This is actually a fact. Um, so he goes in there. He gets scared. Uh, he runs back to what's her name, Rebecca's room, and he's like, "Isn't he like? Oh, you're not staying here with? Yeah, like right across from him because his room's right across the hall." Um, yeah, but, this is the yeah. most like debased shit he's ever seen. Oh yeah, he's never seen anything more evil than this. <laughs> um, but whatever, I guess like they do they finish up or something. Whatever, Paulie Shore eventually comes back and he has a screwdriver, and yeah, yeah he he's he's funny. Um, he comes back and has a screwdriver and bees funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else can I say this about it? Gonna, like, that's... It's gonna have a great payoff later that he does the screwdriver stuff. <laughs> dad goes in and asks for the screwdriver he's like i'm all out of whatever it is what drink is it i don't drink i don't know alcohol yeah he's like i have no vodka or something yeah vo- yeah whatever it is ray what goes in with screwdriver orange juice and vodka yeah vodka there you go <laughs> gotta ask the expert um whatever rebecca's like she's like a little bit uncomfortable but she's being optimistic she also has we should talk about her her little horse her little plastic horse oh yeah she has I forgot like about that. Yeah, she's like uh as she's leaving home in the truck, she has like a little toy unicorn pony and um she's like waving at her grandpa with it in the back window and then later on um she 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 brings it to her dorm room and then later on when they're having when it's Halloween all of a sudden um yeah. <laughs> cuz it skips directly from I presume August I- I don't Halloween. know if it's supposed to be Halloween or if no, we're just supposed to believe that this is every dorm party in Los Angeles. No, because there's a big sign that says it's the Halloween party or something. It says what some shit about Halloween. Between, yeah, like moving there at Halloween <coughs> then. Because there's like a whole montage of like funny stuff she does with Crawl after this. Like, yeah. I have to say racially insensitive Halloween party. Yeah, it's not great. Um... <sighs> yeah, there's definitely a guy in a big, um, in a big, a big Native American headdress. It's not great. Yep. Um, the, but yeah, it's, we just immediately with no transition at all, just go from, I have to assume late August, early September to Halloween, where I guess she's just been like dealing with this and she's been fine. I guess she's just been like going to college because we don't see anything of that. Yeah, it's regular. Who did college is college is incidental to college. Yeah. The um, <clears throat> and she's been she's been doing fine until um, there's a big Halloween party and her her little unicorn pony thing gets its leg broken off. There's a big Halloween party and it's like everyone is like doing wild shit in every room and she's just Mm -hmm. can't deal with this everyone is in costumes which is scary Uh, Mm -hmm. Tony Shore (laughs) is in drag for this yeah it's very funny he's wearing like the pineapple bra and things of that nature it's very funny um he's doing funny voices um (laughs) but he I do this is where I start to like him because at first he was very horny and I didn't like that and there's like that's That's a thing, that's a big difference between... Because, like, Pauly Shore in both of these movies is just Pauly Shore, right? Yeah. The, like, we can call him Stony. we can call him Crawl all we want, but this is just Pauly Shore. It's... But, like... Yeah. 
the difference is that in the first one, in Encino Man, Stoney was like as minimally horny as a character in high school could be. Yeah. Like, I've never seen... I mean, maybe I've seen less horny characters. I mean, he's the least horny of the main <clears throat> three, for sure. Definitely, yeah. He he talks about, you know, nugs, quote-unquote, big, yeah. big quotes, um, and, like, booby and boner, you know. The Gonzaga's. way I... Gonzaga's, yeah. He talks about Gonzaga's the way I talk about, like, accessing databases at work. Like, it's just <laughs> part of what I do, right? And... In this movie, though, he's he's horny, like. But he is, he's horny for, I don't know, it's, he's horny. It just pops up in random places. Him mm. being horny, like. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's he's, like a pretty consistent level of horny though. Like it, it yeah. pops up randomly, but it's always like, it's a pretty like, like there's there's a level of horny that it's at, you know. Yeah. And it's 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 observable. Which is why, like, at first, because when he first comes in and first meets Carly, Carly Gugino in this movie, he's full-on horny. Um, yes. And I didn't appreciate that. I'm just sick of seeing horny. Um, and that's why I... And that made me appreciate Stoney a lot more, because I was like, okay. Because I really <laughs> liked that he didn't have, like, any kind of love interest in Encino Man. He was just yeah. there to be funny Polly Shore. Um, I mean, but that was like in in Encino Man. He was like as much as we hated Sean Astin's character in that movie. <laughs> I guess I guess Polly Shore needs someone who is like who we hate more. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to be around, like the, he, Sean Astin was there as the straight man in like mm-hmm. all the worst connotations of that word. <laughs> <laughs> so true, bestie. Um, but yeah. yeah. <clears throat> in this one, Polly Shore is supposed to be the lead, and it's, like, nothing to balance him out, really. Yeah, there's just, like, how how much you end up disliking the rest of her family. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just annoying. Um, yeah. And I have to say, like, from this point on, like, because in this scene when Polly Shore is, like, wearing the funny coconut, uh, he <laughs> does, he, he says something to Rebecca, like, uh, just give him five minutes... Before you, you know... Yeah, yeah. You set your mind on going back home to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give me five minutes and I can convince you. And then he does, like, some speech. I don't remember the contents of it. Mm-hmm. But it was something about, like, you know, trying out something new. You have to, like, give this a chance. He talks about how uh, he was a nerd when he came here. Yeah, he but- shows her his funny picture. Where he was a nerd and he had big glasses yeah. and and <laughs> and the like. He used to be a nerd, but now he's a weasel. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been in college for six years. Yeah. So, and that's another thing I appreciate. He doesn't look like Ben Platt in this movie yeah. because they made him like an appropriate age. <laughs> yeah, he he looks his age here. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be like twenty four ish, and he he is that age, so it's good. Yeah. Um, it's acceptable. Um. But yeah, like, in this scene, this is where I start to like him, because he genuinely seems, like, invested in getting Rebecca to have a good good time. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just invested in, like, how she's feeling and, like, having a good time with her. And it's seeing their little montage of them doing stuff together. I liked it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Um, they were, they were, they were doing cute things. I have a question. 
because yes. I forgot to look this up. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me see if I can check this on 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 IMDb. Um, let me see full cast and crew because there's they do their little their little um their little uh what do you call it their montage where they go around California and they do California things. Um, yes. And some of the things they do, they like go to the beach and they talk about their, you know, their families. And he has this big spiel about his dad. Like, what does this dad do? He's like sells. Who knows? Some, yeah, he like sells shit to. Okay, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Okay, yeah. So she goes to get a tattoo, and the tattoo artist is played by Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I was gonna look that one up because I was like, this is, this looks, this looks an awful lot like Flea. I was, I was waiting for him to talk because I know what he sounds like, and not just because I remember, hey Mo, um, but I, I know, <laughs> I, I knew it. I was like, hell yeah, dude, I know him, and I did, I did Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme. And, um, uh, oh, we forgot the big part at the Halloween yeah, party. I, I, I was gonna say. Yeah. Funny cameo <laughs> at the Halloween party. Funny we... cameo by Link <laughs> from Encino Man. Link from Encino Man. Brandon Fraser's character of Encino from Encino Man, which really threw me for a loop. <laughs> that means there's multiple incarnations of Pauly Shore existing in the same universe. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you can't have, like, Pauly Shore is, is playing a different role here. He lives in a different place. So, so, like, unless this is secretly Stony, like, unless Stony evolved into Crawl, which he hasn't because his real name is Fred. Yeah, and, and Stony famous, famously, his his real name was, uh, was Stanley. Yeah. Or, alternatively, there's a version of Linkovich, Link Chomovsky in, like, every universe. <laughs> I feel like that's more likely. Like, there's one in our real-life universe yeah. right now, and he's just doing his thing. He's, like, 56 now. <laughs> he still hasn't learned language because he kind of passed that point in just kind of human development. Um, but he's out there doing his thing. I mean, un unless, like, our universe's version is just the real Brandon Fraser. That's probably like, what it is. Maybe he just, like, you know, learned English, um, and became Brandon Fraser. Like... <laughs> That's probably what happened. That would explain <laughs> a lot. <laughs> he was... <laughs> he was just, just playing himself Fraser origin in story. Yeah. Man. They literally, all of the footage of them digging him out of the backyard, yeah. that was actually, this was a documentary. <laughs> this is here at the Halloween party. He goes to college in California, too, I guess. Um, what is he, what do you think he's majoring in? Nugs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's studying Gonzagas. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. So that happened. Um... Yeah, so they have like a fun hangout montage. Uh, uh huh. It's they have good chemistry. <coughs> um, yeah, this is this is fun. Uh, it's fun. They f they feel like they feel like friends. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I was. I like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I like finished college under like the worst circumstances. <laughs> you know, I I was like. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I miss like hanging out with people. Uh, yeah. I like I was also not uncharmed because like one of the few good experiences that I had when I was actually living in a dorm on a campus was with my RA who um actually gave me a ride to the airport when I uh decided I wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um yeah, because not because the University of Texas at El Paso was like super funny California party time all the time. Um, but more because like I had no friends. Oh. Bye Fallon. I wait. <laughs> huh? I pass, I wait. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I, I, she was just super cool to me, and like, you know, so that kind of made me, you know, it made me remember my good RA experience, and I was like, oh, that would have been nice if I could have hung out with her more. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> but it was just nice. I just like to see people be friends. I like, yeah. I like to see people hang out. So what like can some I say? of the things they do is, uh, she gets weasel wear. She gets weasel wear, she gets weasel haircut. She gets weasel, weasel wear, weasel hair, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get her high like hair like dyed and cut. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, she gets a tattoo. She gets a tattoo of a little butterfly on her ankle from Flea. Um Yes. And um they go rollerblading. That's fun. Yeah, they uh, there's like a mud wrestling scene. <clears throat> oh yeah, what the fuck was that about? This was <laughs> there was so there were so many like Parts of this movie that were just excuses to beat the shit out of Polly Shore, <laughs> which <laughs> must have, I imagine, must have been cathartic for Roger Ebert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, but I guess, I guess that's like what, what uh, I don't know, because R- Roger Ebert's review is so weird. Like, I, I, his writing is so good, but it's like <laughs> his takes are weird. He has, he has very funny. Uh, very funny issues uh-huh. <laughs> with Polly Shore. Like when he complains about his character, he has like story was never going to be great movie making, but it might have been more palatable if Shore had been able to make Crawl even marginally likable. Uh, <laughs> since I'm we like... don't like him and can't stand him, why should we hope that he'll prevail? He's one of those narcissistic cool guys who speaks in a monotone and thinks it is funny to insult people. Like, this just feels like he's just, like, disappointed in his son. <laughs> like, God, I know! <laughs> there, There is a universe out there where Pauly Shore is Roger Ebert's son. <laughs> God. But, oh, God. Yeah, he, like, the, he definitely, Roger Ebert does have some takes that I definitely disagree with, like, um... Where is it? The kid brother, parentheses, Patrick Renna, is the most refreshing of the lot. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. They uh, Eventually it comes time to be Thanksgiving. And uh, I still have the, the IMDB page up, and one of the... Um, I, I I was scrolling down looking for for Flea, and um, I found the Goofs page, and the very first Goof here is, it is supposed to be Thanksgiving, yet is is apparently not fall slash winter in South Dakota. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't so know take, what ta- yeah. Thanksgiving is like in America. <clears throat> so. Oh, it's, it, Ameri- the, the United States are, like, 
500 separate climates so yeah, south exactly. dakota like, yeah that's why i didn't like it didn't <laughs> clock for me that it should be autumnal yeah the this this has to have been written by a real south dakota head because um <laughs> i couldn't speak for south dakota i know yeah. that right now it's three days after christmas and it's like i didn't have to wear a jacket today so great like i went out looking like this cool um it's normal december here <laughs> um oh yeah, fuck so she decides but, yeah. to invite crawl back to thanksgiving because he doesn't have a family or something i didn't quite he get the... he he had had plans but they fell through for some reason that doesn't yeah. matter yeah um his oh yeah his family has like a bunch of vegas shit his mom is like a uh uh uh, uh like a dealer at a casino or something some why, shit like that it's he, why he keeps is this, bringing is up vegas so far why, why is it that so far two out of two poly shore vehicles have him play a character whose like family is like alive but they have some sort of issues which makes them like not available it's because like in the in the last one it was like he, all, yeah. he, he was having dinner with dave's family because like his mom was bummed out uh-huh yeah, because his mom had funny depression. It's yeah. because, like, I guess it's the only way that it, they can explain the existence of somebody like Pauly Shore yeah. without without going to the obvious explanation of just he sprang out of the earth like that. You know? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I, that'd be more believable to me. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they need to come up with something. They can't yeah. just say he, he came into existence. Um... But whatever they um yeah I don't know yeah she she decides hey come back to to my funny farm house for for Thanksgiving and he says okay yes um I will wreak havoc and make shenanigans happen and um he goes with her and he wreaks havoc and makes shenanigans happen yep the fish is out of the water <laughs> <laughs> the water has become the fish. This um, is where the real fish out of water story begins. It's like the scene, cause <coughs> we have a scene where they arrive at the airport uh, and mm -hmm. meet Crawl for the first time. And it's like yep. Becca comes out of the airport and she says something like, uh, I'm home, buddy. Yeah, she's talking like Polly Shore now because that's what happens. And she says, she's like twirling around to show what she's wearing and says, Weasel wear. <laughs> Just, just in case that phrase didn't really stick with the audience <laughs> gotta make sure it sticks she's showing off the fact that she's like the final stage in like the, sh the shorification <laughs> transformation image um, oh my god <laughs> some shit I gotta draw now um, yeah yeah, and then he comes out and everybody's jaws drop and they. I mean, none their of them jaws are it. already down because uh -huh. uh, because Becca is unrecognizable. She has short hair and dyed blonde now. Yeah. Oh no! What is that about? This That's isn't crazy. our sweet little farm girl. This isn't our sweet little farm girl. Not anymore. What could have happened to her in crazy California? Um, this and bit her like later where like the dad is like don't worry your hair will grow out again and it's like what yeah <laughs> that wasn't an issue for her she chose this haircut yeah she likes it um her boyfriend is there too and he uh like travis travis 
Travis. He he wants to he wants to propose. He like who does he mention it to? Does he like he starts to like say something? I guess that hints to it. I forget who he's talking to though. I forget yeah. if he's talking to the dad or to crawl or to her, but whatever. He mentions that basically he's he's planning on proposing. They're gonna have a big dinner that night. And um uh then they go to the big dinner and uh he he starts getting re- getting ready to propose and she's panicked because she doesn't want to get married yet. She's enjoying enjoying the college life. Um I don't blame her for saying no to begin with because like she's 18. Yeah, you know? there's got to be like better ways to deal with this than Yeah. than the <laughs> thing that happens in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you could just say, sorry, dude, like, I know you stayed here and worked at the general store, who fucking cares what, Yeah. but, like, I I still have teen in my age, I'm ready to just, like, you know, I'm not quite ready for that. Um, yeah, and he, like, mentions this to, she, like, mentions this to Crawl before, right? Like, she's like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Travis wants to propose to me, but I don't mm-hmm. want to, but I also, like, don't want like, to tell him no. And to be yeah. fair to Becca, Travis does this in the shittiest way. Where oh, absolutely. Like, like th- no, I was like, th- there was like a scene earlier, right? Where he, uh-huh. he was trying to propose to her like in, in the barn or something. He was mm-hmm. about to get down on one knee and then Becca was like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. The cow, ah. Yeah. I'm gonna have, she, she, she just like ran away or like interrupted it somehow that he can't propose. So now mm-hmm. he's like, okay, so she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't want to me to propose to her like when we're alone. So I'm gonna do it where everyone else is there, so she can't say no. I guess. Like, yeah, the mark of plan? a true, yeah, mark of a good man. Um, the mark of a good proposal is like in a <coughs> situation where you're under so much societal pressure that you can't decline. Yeah, yeah, in front of a bunch of people who like the person who's doing the proposing. Yeah. Um yeah, it it sucks. It's shitty. Um but she goes and tells Crawl about it. She's like, "Oh fuck, I don't I don't want this." And uh they kind of don't really know what to do about it, I guess, but the the idea is planted that this is going on. And then it's yeah. big din-din time, big family din-din. And um he he gets up in front of everybody and does like a big speech. And he proposes, and then this is where this is where Polly becomes son-in-law. Yep. This is where we she's finally. Like, she's like kicking, like while he's proposing, she's like kicking Crawl's feet, like Crawl, do something. Oh, I'm dying. I can't be proposed yeah. to, but I also can't say no. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so then like, Polly is like, like, Ah, stop! Yeah, <laughs> he gets up I and have flails to say like something. Kermit. Me yeah. and Becca are actually already engaged, so this engagement doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And everybody and explodes. Like, he happens to be wearing a ring already and gives that to Becca. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> he's just wearing his poly gear. It's part of your weasel wear is a big funny ring. Um, yep. Yep. So, um... Like, I can't um, blame her for, like, any of the actions that she takes. Like, I completely understand all of them, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like, also, when you're like, in Travis a... Travis already, like, before, even before he, like, turns into, like, the villain he is, he already has, like, you know, you know who he reminds me of? Like, just, just his face. He reminds me of Patrick <laughs> Bateman. He, yeah! 
<laughs> like, just his mannerisms, his like. <laughs> I don't know, he, he has real psychopath vibes, and then it, at the end it pays off in kind of yeah. shitty way, but... The like rural <laughs> Patrick Bateman. This man is going to become a senator. This man is a senator right now. Yeah. <laughs> this man is part of friends, the reason so. why we don't have universal health care. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he's... He's... He fucking sucks. He's... Um, he's one of the many things that I hate more than Pauly Shore yeah. in this movie. And, like, I don't hate Pauly Shore in this movie. I don't. Like, when he's being no. horny, I don't like him a lot. Um, but when he's not being horny, I, I, I don't, I don't not enjoy him. Um. He has a certain charm that I'm sure doesn't yeah. want to wear itself down. Uh, but, like, for, for this movie, I was like, because of, because of his friendship with Becca is like kind of it was like kind of cool I was mm-hmm. on board with that uh, yeah it's just like genuinely trying to help her even though he's making an ass of himself with farm duties and stuff later uh, on yeah. even though he's doing antics he's um, doing an- he's, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah doing, Paulie's he's, wacky antics he's engaged in some buffoonery yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's committing uh, acts of oafishness. Um, this is, but the family hates this proposal. There are, oh yeah, we get distinct like shocked faces from everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we forgot to talk about the bit earlier where it's like when he gets, you know, when he arrives at the farm, like everyone is already like, there's a farmhand there who, uh, oh yeah, is. Is an we'll talk about later. The gra- grandpa is there and he refuses to talk to her. Yeah, and, and the grandpa like the bit... grandpa keeps refusing to whittle yeah. with, <laughs> with Polly Shore. He wants to whittle so bad. Let him whittle. Uh, Polly Shore is told to like sleep in uh, Becca's little brother's room and the brother hates it and doesn't want to talk to him at first even though Polly brings him a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to backtrack a little bit from the sandwich because the way he gets the sandwich is uh, dad Walter tells Zach little child boy (laughs) little child pervert child that Crawl is gonna sleep in your room and he's like no he won't yes he will Uh, and then Polly is like where's the kitchen I'm going to be Munching on some grindage. Yeah. And there's the cut. Like, they just really wanted to get that catchphrase in. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess so that it can be paid off later that when the dad is charmed to buy, charmed by him, he will yeah. also say, munching, let's munch on some grindage. Yeah, um, it pays off big. But that happens. And then and then the next scene is we're in the room of pervert child brother Zach. Uh, and he... Uh, he's like, you can't touch anything. That's the number one rule. No touchy. Yeah. Which is big words from a kid who is touching his sister's underpants <laughs> yeah. all over the damn place not ten minutes ago. And then there's like some bits about how uh, how Polly Shores uh, not Polly Shores uh, crawl Shows off his lead hexor skills. Yeah, Crawly Shore. He's 
epic computer man. He so little child boy has a 1993 computer that he's doing epic hacking on, and the computer starts yelling. Um, it starts saying beep 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 very loudly, and he gets upset with it. And then Crawly Shore comes over, which is what I think we should call him for the rest of this. Honestly, yeah. um. He comes over and he's like, oh, let me help you, little dude. And every time I try to do a Polly Shore impression, it turns into Garth from Wayne's World. But he comes over <laughs> and he 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 does clicking, hacking noises on the keyboard and it fixes it. And then he explains in, in Polly's what he did. Um, it, I can't imagine any of it is like accurate computer terminology. No, even, but it's, yeah, metaphorically, it's a 90s but, movie, you know, <coughs> you, you won't yeah. expect. Like, yeah, they didn't know what computers were in 1993. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, this, but this, this wins little boy over and he likes, he likes him now. Yeah, now, now he, now he loves him. And I think, I think it's like right after this where, uh, where actually I, I forgot about this scene, but this adds to the, I, I'm just building the case of this child is a pervert and needs to be locked up. <laughs> Because like, oh yeah, there's there's the scene where this is when um, I'm sorry for the chronology of this yeah. movie, but who cares? Yeah, we both uh, apologize. If this I is didn't confusing for you, dear listener. That's your problem. <laughs> Maybe you're just not smart enough for this podcast. <laughs> this is a prestige podcast. You have to keep up with us. We're not in charge of. Yeah, you have yeah. to read. We're not like, responsible. Catch twenty two and infinite jest so you get like primed on non-linear storytelling <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway this, this motherfucker this... and their infinite jest <laughs> <laughs> this happens like before the proposal is what i was gonna say because this is the scene where like becca tells crawley about the about <laughs> travis's planned proposal and he's like brother Get out of the room. And he's like, no. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I will tell... I will tell mom and dad about your Playboys. Yeah. Yeah, he has Playboys. He he says he has a subscription at one point. I can't remember yeah. the scene. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's here. Because Polly is like, oh, Playboy? Which which ones you got? And then he's like, yeah, I have a subscription. You? And then goes out. Like, that's... yeah. Like, he can just do that. That's his, like, epic mic drop that he has. <laughs> I yes. assume he's, like, subscribed under, like, the episode of The Simpsons where Bart, like, signs up for all this shit under Santa's little helper's name. And, <laughs> like, I guess that's what he's doing. That would be my guess. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he has Playboys. The child likes porn a lot. It's very funny when children like porn. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're friends. They become friend. Um, unfortunately, so so we have the we have the proposal scene, and then the next morning, I guess everybody's mad. Uh, and dad and I think I think like right at the proposal scene, one thing we didn't mention is uh, Travis does a hit. <laughs> Travis does a hit. <laughs> uh, he's like, he's so mad at Crawl that he punches him. Uh, yeah, it's not great. He's he's a he's a bit of a violent man. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is like a normal reaction when your girlfriend actually 
isn't your girlfriend anymore, I guess. I guess, yeah. He... This is just, like, this is count number two for Pauly Shore getting the shit kicked out of him. (laughs) Um, Neither the first nor the last time this happens in this movie. He, he, um... Yeah, he gets... He gets punched. Um, Then the next morning, like, Dad and... I want to say Grandpa... I don't know, the the men of the house yeah, are sitting Crawley down and they're telling him, you know, they're like, oh, you better have a good plan in mind for how you're going to take care of our daughter, patriarchy. And um, he's like, I'll just be a farmer because that's what you do. And they're like, okay. <laughs> they, they, they look at him and they laugh and they say, bet. And uh, then it's time for farm antics. It's time which for Which we've all been wetness. waiting for. It's time for... <laughs> Shenanigans. It is time, finally, for funny Polly farm antics. <laughs> We've all been waiting. We've been waiting for such a long time. How fucking far into the movie is it before we get to farm antics? It's like, it's like 45 minutes, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Finally. Um, he, he makes a lot of funny mistakes. Um, a pig runs into him. He gets pushed into a pile of funny doo-doo. Um, yep. The farmhand. There's this farmhand yeah. named Theo who thinks this is hilarious. Like he's just <coughs> yeah, he th- busting his ass off every yeah, time. Yeah, he Polly he keeps I mean, calling he's the him, one who pushes him into the uh, into the funny poop, right? Yeah, <laughs> he he keeps calling him city boy. Um, this is the guy who Mud killed. Um, and uh, for all of the Primus heads in the audience, and he um. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this movie is about the evolution of crawl into mud um but he he he's doing farm things he ruins he like some chickens get out he ruins something like some big piece of equipment i think yeah. um yeah but he's I don't not deterred what it was exactly yeah he, it's 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 shenanigans they yeah. pour together he tries to milk a cow oh yeah he, he tries to milk a cow he, I, I, I'm quoting him here. Pushes the wrong button. Uh huh. Yeah, it's very funny, and the cow pees uh, on him. And the cow pees on him. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Um, so I was, funny. I was, I was slapping my knee. Um, and then, but to his credit, Crawley is not deterred. He's like, I just haven't found my groove yet, and they laugh at him some more. Yeah, um, and dad, the dad does a big speech about your groove. Your groove made me lose. A thousand dollars of revenue because of all the chicken you let escape and the equipment you've ruined. Um, yeah. <coughs> so that's great. Uh, it's great. Um, but he's going to keep trying, and he does. We get another montage not too long after this one where yep. he, he, he gets he gets a little bit more... He gets a little bit better at farm things, but it's still silly and funny farm and wacky. Things. Uh, there's like, he has like a, there's like a big... like. Dad tries to send him away, and then he's like, "No, I'm just gonna keep pushing through with this farm stuff." And then actually, mm-hmm. like Zach, who starts to become less despicable as the movie goes on, uh, because yeah. as as he tra- as he starts to endear himself to Polly or the other way around, I'm not sure how the grammar of that works. But it's as, mutual. Yeah, as he starts to see. To quote Wikipedia, to see Polly as a big brother, 
uh, he <laughs> shows him how to milk a cow and they have like some pervert discussion about uh, about whether it's like touching a real boob or not yeah uh, now I wish I could I wish I could vouch for whether or not <laughs> milking a cow feels anything at all like like a human like boob like milking a human <laughs> I've milked a human before, <laughs> but as somebody with boobs, I feel like I at least yeah. be able to. Yeah, but I haven't. I don't know about you. I haven't milked a cow. I haven't. Um, I haven't milked a cow either. So yeah, yeah. So somebody who's good at milking cows, please, <laughs> please help. Um, but um, we are outing ourselves as city slickers on this uh, yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, should have had on like someone from South Dakota. For, for I know that would have. I know. Here we are ragging on South Dakota for their ways <laughs> when neither of us have any experience. Um, but uh, but yeah, he shows him how to disdainfully. He shows him how to milk a cow, and he's because he like you know Zach is kind of showing that like he um, he knows how to do the farm stuff, but he doesn't really want to because he's he's Mister Computer Boy. He wants to do computers. He um, wants to be a lead hexor. He wants to be a lead hexor. Um, he wants to, he wants to be ruined in the dot-com bubble of the late 90s. <laughs> he, um, God. he wants to be an entrepreneur, um, yeah. and, um... <laughs> Starting a small business. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate this child. <laughs> he's, he's bad. He's bad again. Um, and his, his dad kind of, like, you know, is like, oh, computers are for, computers are for little little city boys we don't we don't do computers here you will not be an entrepreneur on my watch even even at this cow milking scene uh he once again like like when i have this pervert discussion he also has to ask crawley uh (laughs) his 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 something like you know when when they're talking about is it like human boob he's like (laughs) well have you touched my sister's like, uh, yeah, like why? Problem? What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Like you, Crawl is like, weirded out by him here, right? Like uh, he should be. He has every right to be. Like if I texted my brother right now, I'm not going to. <laughs> but if I texted my brother and asked him if he would ever do any of these things or ever considered any of these things, I guarantee you, he would say no because he's a normal person. Like. <laughs> presumably yeah. yeah presumably like the age gap between me and my brother isn't too far off from the one between rebecca and little horrible child so <clears throat> i can't imagine whatever um yeah he he has to go and be be weird about his sister again um yep. and i'm not whatever. sure they, in which order events happen to be honest there's another yeah. like, there's another farm shenanigan stuff where he gets into like some uh some vehicle I'm not sure what it's called like that harvest um, like a harvester yeah. I think uh, um and finds a John Denver tape and puts it on yeah and it plays it plays thank God I'm a country boy <laughs> um does it say because I this is gonna bother me now if I don't find out what fucking um uh, kind of vehicle this is. It doesn't Whatever. doesn't say it on the Wikipedia description, so I don't know. It's yeah. like some sort of harvesting device. It's very big, 
uh, and the joke is that he doesn't really know what how it works, so it like kind of kind of like sets it loose, and then goes into the like cornfield or whatever they have there, mm-hmm. f- whatever farm crop is there. It's, it's and, corn. Like, he's yelling. At, yeah, he's yelling about corn, and he's like, "Give me some butter." I remember this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then he like harvests it but in a way that it says like he like writes crawl into it very funny yeah it's funny yeah (laughs) um and and dad and theo are chasing him yeah uh yeah it's funny um so it's farm shenanigans we have to talk about about uh mrs warner you're giving me a semi do we have to we do he so she's mom is taking a shower and she's like got the door open and she's got a towel on and she's like bending over to do something who cares what and crawley walks by and sees her and he like sneaks up and bees horny on her physically um which i don't like because he he's mistaking her for for rebecca but it's like i don't i don't know if even the two of them are at that point in their yeah. That's what was weird. Friendship relationship. Like, yeah, it's not. It, it would have been weird if he had done this to to Rebecca too, because like at this point, yeah, they're still like we're just pretending to be a couple. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so. If one of my if one of my just like regular ass dude friends did this to me, um. If I, like, found out that one of my regular-ass dude friends, like, tried to do this to me, um, I don't- I kinda don't care what stage we're at. I'm not gonna appreciate it. Don't do that to me. Yeah, Um, it's, like- And that's not not just because I'm a big ol' lesbian, but, like, you know, don't fucking do that to me. Um, but whatever, he does that, but then he, he starts talking about how hot mom is, um- Yeah, she's hot, but she doesn't wear makeup, and have you tried, like, actually, like- you know, uh, where I come from, you know, nugs be hot <laughs> even in their 50s or something yeah, like he's, that. Like he's, he's yeah, he tells her to become a cougar. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says, mm, light, love me an older woman. Yeah. Uh, and he offers to give her a makeover. And um, she's she's very flustered by this at first and keeps telling him to get out. But um, eventually she relents. And her, her kind of... Her kind of reaction, I guess, when she finally agrees, when she like opens the door and she's like smiling. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. Um that was that was that was charming of her. Did um, he, just did, in a vacuum. Yeah. Did um the, uh, crawl <clears throat> farm makeover happen before or after this? I don't actually uh, this that was remember. Like the midsection of this movie, the the order of things are like It's a blur. It's just it's whatever. all shenanigans. Yeah, I shenanigans can happen been, in any order. It might have been, like, before, like, right right when she was bummed out about uh, Travis wanting to propose her. There is a bit where, like, Polly gets farmware. I think it was, um... Oh, yeah, because they go into town to get him some farmware, yeah. and she runs into her friend from high school who is working at a bar, and she's played by Tiffany Amber Thiessen, um, t- who, yes. who has dropped the amber. She's just Tiffany Thiessen now. Um... And they kind of reunite and say hi and whatever, but um, I think I think this happens like after the first. It's definitely after the first farm montage, but I don't remember if it's before the second one or after the second one. 
But it's somewhere in there. The middle part's like, it doesn't, chronology doesn't matter with yeah. shenanigans. Shenanigans can happen in whatever order. It's but somewhere she, around this time, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, this, they go this to the... This is where we meet Tracy, who's gonna matter later. Yeah, um, yeah. And also, uh, this is where Polly gets farmware, which is still, like, really extravagant Polly style, so it's like, yeah, it's... you know... <laughs> It's a poly style cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um, still the aesthetic is still poly core, but like <laughs> like a cowboy infusion. Did you see the shit about Tumblr posting the like top twenty aesthetics of the year? No, oh my god, I'm googling uh, poly core in in quotation marks to see if this is a thing. Poly core. <laughs> I um, mean, he has like he has uh, he has like a swag store on his. Uh, he does, yeah. On his website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, let's see here. Cottage core, dark academia, light academia, fairy core, farm core, chaotic academia, nature core, romantic academia, cyberpunk, love core, grandma core. Okay, I can get behind grandma core. Weird core, goblin core, forest core, kid core, flower core, web core, classic academia, vaporwave, and anime aesthetic. I don't what love kid core. I must say. Kid, I know what kid core is. It's basically it's just like primary colors and big blocky shit. Um, Great. <laughs> Which one of yeah. these would Polly fit? Uh oh god. Honestly, I think the closest. It's gotta be. Mm, it's gotta be somewhere. What the fuck is weird core? I don't know what weird core is. <laughs> I need to see what weird core like is before I... <laughs> well, that's just normal core to him. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck weird core is. What is weird core? This is new to me. I, I googled is... it and it's just like weird images. <clears throat> that have a lot of eyes in them. Photorealistic okay. eyes. Yeah, they're all bleeding hyperrealistic blood. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think... I'd have to put... I mean, poly polycore is its own thing. Like you can't you can't put Polly into one of these. He's Polycore. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to be championing in 2022. I'm starting the Polycore movement. Yeah, honestly, like I'm looking at weirdcore aesthetic outfits and it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me take polycore a look. is a is a major improvement over this. Yeah. Weird uh, these look like every other aesthetics outfits. <laughs> Half of it is just like print t-shirts, like when you print a weird design on a t-shirt. Like this. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, where were? Yeah. So we we ticked off the uh, the makeover thing. There's a thing where Travis invites him to the uh, to a bachelor party. Um, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that he come back. Yeah, when he when he gives mom the funny California oh, yeah. makeover, it's so they can go to the big square dance. They go to big square dance. <laughs> this seems kind of nice. It's kind of fun, yeah. Mom and dad get to be like a couple. Um, he's 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 astounded by her hot California looks. Um, Polly goes up and does funny. Yeah, this has to be after. This is after the 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 whatever it is thresher or whatever incident because he starts making references to john denver yes um yeah when he's up there doing 
I don't fucking know, polycore rap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. this bit, like, the things he starts, like, saying or singing at this square dance feels like feels like this, this they, they made him improv stuff. Yeah, it fi- this this part feels like it feels like it feels like it was designed by the same people who decided to put like dance sequences at the end of every movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the same council of people who say just make them dance at the end. Yeah, you know? it's like t- trying to make things happen culturally. Yeah. That uh-huh. uh, that are not gonna happen. Yeah, it, yeah, no. But um, it's like, yeah, it's like they're doing the square dance, but then, and, and like the, the, in the square dance bit, it's like the the dad is suddenly very horny for the mom because uh-huh. she, she's dressing sexy now. Yeah. They, uh, and Polly <laughs> or like Crawl and Becca have a laugh about this, uh, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, they're kind of dancing but not really and then i think travis is also there and yeah i was gonna say i he's think he's there with too. tracy now um and and we're like oh they're cool now travis doesn't he's not bothered about uh about not dating becca anymore and he's yeah he's cool yeah. with crawl now he's gonna organize his bachelor's party and it's gonna be great uh, and he's he's yeah. with tracy now anyway who is like also very attractive <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course of course the the discerning movie watcher will uh have a doubt placed in their mind uh, about his his true intentions they might say hmm i think perhaps travis might be un- up to something um which he is as it turns out because yeah. he goes up to tracy tracy amber Thiessen, and says um you know hey are you still on to do whatever the fuck this thing is this is where he like invites crawl to the bachelor party yeah where he's like i'm gonna throw you a bachelor party and um and i say I got my eye on you, Mr. Travis. Um, so, uh, Polly, no. Yeah, Polly, no. Don't go to the bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. He's going to get you. Uh, and um, yeah, and then Polly does his does his his uh, square dance shenanigans. His like, now we is to the left. Now we is to the right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always saying this. He does and, a stage um, dive, uh, <laughs> and everyone loves him. And then he, and then he makes the guy who was doing the square dance uh, originally, who he like took the microphone from. Now he said, "Yeah, you go, you do your stage dive too." But nobody catches him because they love crawl Yay. more than they love this cranky square dance guy but then the square dance guy is like haha nothing happened to me i'm fine with this i'm i'm actually one of the cool guys now so it's great yeah i think this yeah. this was the point where i was like you know maybe i like this movie um yeah and it's gonna be like um, a couple of nice scenes and then it's gonna then it's all going down uh-huh but then like uh, after this they like get home right dad is very horny for mom yeah dad um, gets his dick wet um and they have kind and then, of a, like Polly and Becca have like kind of a talk here, right? Like where she's like, 
haha i'm no longer engaged and the crowd is like wait wait, why you technically are engaged and they're like then they almost kiss but then grandpa says Mm -hmm. something uh and then they they don't make out in the end Mm -hmm. um at some point dad takes crawl out on like a fishing trip and grandpa goes with and i think that comes after this because this is this is already at the point where the dad like i think it's like around the square dance where the dad seems to starts to be okay with crawl yeah because he Um, made his wife hot yeah (laughs) uh who who needs viagra who needs who needs cialis when you have Polly shore um he so he takes him out on a fishing trip and they're gonna have like the big you know i guess father son heart to heart i guess is the whole whatever shit of it but like dad uh grandpa is like talking smack to to dad and like being being critical of dad and the insightful crawly shore witnesses this and decides i will use this for plot developments later (laughs) um and grandpa starts having a heart attack and crawly shore says thankfully i know cpr and saves him uh, and that's when Dad officially likes him. Yes. Yeah. And, I always um, say he does CPR. He's like about to do mouth to mouth, and then, uh-huh. uh Comedy Grandpa uh, gets un- immediately gets out of his heart attack because it would be so gross to kiss Polly Shore. It would be so cringe to be kissed by Polly Shore yeah. <laughs> if you were an old man. Yeah, and then, I, then like yeah. for the rest of the movie, Grandpa is like, he was trying to kiss me. But but dad likes it because he's like he was he was actually trying to help and he was a good, yeah. good guy and well, I, yeah, I am good. I stand crawl now. <laughs> yeah, dad stands crawl now. <laughs> Thank God somebody around here does. Since I stand um, crawl, my dad's alive <laughs> and well. <laughs> but this is also like around the point where like Tracy is like uh or or not not Tracy. I was gonna say Becca, but not Becca, but it's, I think it was Crawl who was like, I don't want to live in this lie anymore. One of us is gonna tell your parents that this engagement is fake. Yeah, Crawl, Crawl wants to tell. Yeah. Um, cause he, yeah, he's like, I really like your family. Um, I feel bad being dishonest. Um, I gotta tell them. Uh, but it's, it's time for the bachelor party. <coughs> they gotta go to the bachelor party. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so Travis is throwing the bachelor party, and uh-oh, it's all a ruse. I hate when this happens. And, um... This is a classic hate... situation, yeah. Yeah, classic ruse. Uh, so, he... So... <laughs> what the fuck is this whole thing? This is so convoluted. He invites him to this, he sets up... I want to walk through the things that Travis yeah. has to do in order to pull this <laughs> off. So Travis... Travis is... Fucking... Tracy. Yes. There's too many T names in this movie. I know. And he she's working at a bar, I guess as a dancer. Um and he's throwing this bachelor party. So he has to set up this bachelor party. He has to get his girlfriend in on it. Um but he, he has to make has sure to that get, But like his girlfriend in just on part like his girlfriend also doesn't know his secret plan. 
That's literally what I was about to say. Like, he has to get his girlfriend in on this party, but he can't let her know that this is all a ruse. Yeah. She has to believe that this is actually legitimately 100% real. This is 5D mind shit. But what, what he gets Tracy to do, to do is just, like, do a sexy dance. Yeah. he Well, he has to get her to do a sexy dance, but he also puts... He puts brain drugs in Kroll's drink. But that's the other part, right? Like, he needs to... Because there's this farmhand Theo that I mentioned offhand a couple of times. Oh, yeah, he's in on it, too. Doesn't really play a role up until here, where he is, like, Theo is doing the drinks at the bachelor's party, and Mm -hmm. he's the one who puts the pills in, uh... Like, we see he puts the pills in, uh, like, we see, this this bachelor party opens with, we see that, uh, Crawl is, like, chugging down a beer, and everyone is like, yay, Crawl. Yeah. (laughs) And then we see that, uh, that the farmhand Theo, who is just, like, this big guy who is on the farm and is laughing at everything, Crawl, Mm -hmm. uh, every time Crawl fucks up. um, Yeah. Very uh, unpleasant fellow, if I may, Uh if I may be so bold uh and 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 in this in this for somehow him and travis did this together i don't know what was in for theo here like why why he wanted travis to get back together with becca i guess yeah i don't i don't i don't know i really don't know my like my first guess was like some shit about I don't know, maybe Theo thinks that, like, if, um, if Crawl isn't around, he'll get, uh, he'll get, like, he'll get to head up the farm at some point when Dad retires or dies, whichever comes first. But, like, that doesn't make sense because there's already the son, and then, who, like, Dad wants to take over. But then there's also, um... Like, I would think Travis would also be in line to inherit the, the doo-doo throne. Um, so I don't know what Theo's getting out of this. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck ever, but he's in on it. He just, I guess he just want. I guess he's just a sadist. I guess um, he's just a sicko. He's just a sicko. Um, so he, he, he crushes up some evil pills and puts them in Crawl's drink. Yes. Um, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen does a sexy dance. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it's like he puts them, he puts them in uh, Crawl's drink, right? Crawl drinks it, and he goes up on stage to do karaoke, and he wants to do the John Denver song from earlier. Yeah. Uh, but then Tracy shows up, and they're like, "No, fuck, fuck karaoke! This is the real entertainment." And then Tracy does a sexy dance first, like yeah. just in front of everyone, and then she starts doing sexy dance in, uh, in. Crawl's lap, and then we see like Crawl pass out. Yeah, he dies. And then, and then there's a cut like somewhere <coughs> around here. Like everyone is like, "What the fuck?" Tracy yeah. is like, "Did my sexy ass knock him out so much?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's led to believe this. Um, and then, like, back at the farm the next morning, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, Becca's like, where's everybody's like, where's Crawl? Nobody knows where he is. Um, and she goes out into the barn to look for him, mm-hmm. which is the first place I would look. Um, and sure enough, he's in there, kind of sexy cuddling with Tracy. Not even cuddling, I think. It's just yeah, like, not even. They're just they're like, both yeah. like lying 
uh, on their in backs. In a state of semi-undress. Yeah. With a blankie uh, on them. Crawl is They're in, in blankie mode. Crawl is in underwear. And I uh-huh. d- don't remember what Tracy was in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but the point is that she's sexy lady, so... Um, yes. And yeah. Becca walks in, she's like, oh my god! And then Crawl is like, Crawl wakes up and he's like, this is not what it seems like. And then when Becca yeah, is gone, she's like, what is this actually? I don't remember anything after... Yeah, she, after yeah, she was also tricked into a ruse. Um, she also doesn't remember anything, so that's great. Um, yeah, we love that. Um, so, like... Crawl tries to go chase Becca down. They get into a big fight. Um, and she's like, I wish I had never brought you here. Uh, you know, and he's like, well, why did you, why did you bring me here? Was it really because I, uh, <clears throat> was it really because you, like, felt sorry for me that I didn't have, that my plans fell through and fell through? Or was it because you knew he was going to propose to you and you wanted something to, you know, deflect that, I guess? They get into a big fight, and he's like, whatever, I'm going home. Um, Meanwhile, Tracy is, like, in her car, I guess, about to leave, and Travis comes up from somewhere. Travis is here. Yeah, he's here, and he's like, what the fuck? And he's, like, full-on, he's full-on sniveling villain mode here. Oh, yeah, he's twirling his mustache. Not in the friendly way like you do it, either. He's, He's twirling his mustache derogatory, and he, um... He's like, what the fuck were you doing with with Crawl? You you cheated on me. You were evil. Um, and she's she's crying because she's like, what? Like she doesn't remember. She was there was no reason for him to do this to her. It's just, it's so evil. It's it's incredibly evil. Like it's it's, it's so evil. That, like Bachelor's Party scene. Once I saw the pills, I was like, like. The vibes just went so downhill. Like it yeah, it's so sinister. It's so evil. Like you ruin. Like she's gonna be traumatized from this. Like I'm not saying that as like you know a joke or as like hyperbole. Like this is legitimately the type of shit that sends people to therapy for a very long time. Yeah. Like so he fucked up this girl's whole life. Um. I forget how, whatever, we'll get to that later, but, um, we go back to Crawl, and he's, like, packing up his stuff from horrible little boy's room, and... There's also, like, you also just have to imagine that after this, like, not to keep dwelling on this dragging, but, like, they dragged out two people... And yeah. they, they put two unconscious people in the trunk of their car. Like, this is, like... Yeah! This is, like, some serial killer behavior, right? Like, just this is... driving with two unconscious people to place them in the bar at night. Like, this is, like, what... This is, like, the... the like, what the uh, fucking evil teenagers in Carrie do. Like, when they, <laughs> when they break into the pig farm at night to kill a pig, right? Like, it's Honest like that, to God! It has the exact same, like, sinister vibe. Like, just, like, Travis and, I guess, Theo, if he helped him, just, like, driving in this car to put two unconscious people in a compromise and lay them down in a compromising position in a barge and pull down, like, Polly Shore's pants. Yeah! And presumably, like, I think they pull some of her clothes off. Like, I don't remember if she's completely... Yeah. I don't think she's completely naked, but she's at least, like, gotta be in at least a bra. Yeah. Like, it's so... Ugh, it's just... It's violating. It's 
it's beyond sicko. It's it's just it's yeah. evil. It's truly happy four twenty. By the way, it's it's just <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> they don't, and there's no like, th- there's no punishment they get at the end. Like besides like being yeah being karateed down by Polly Shore. Yeah, uh, like Theo gets fired and Theo gets and Travis fired, gets yeah, yeah Travis gets like, exposed for being like a bastard. That but that's it. Should put you in jail. Like oh yeah. This is stuff that'll lock you up for a long-ass time. Like, the movie plays it off as just, like, you know, this yeah. this guy's, like, this bad guy's, you know, plan Evil to antics. split them up. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know, it's just so... <clears throat> it's so such a bizarre turn for this movie to It take. is. It's gross. It's... Ugh. Um... And even, like... It's the, hard not to dwell on it. Even like the bit where like where like Becca walks in and they're lying there uh and and it's it's the classic you know it's the classic misunderstanding movie misunderstanding scene except the misunderstanding now involves like two people being drugged and like yeah <laughs> it's uh, it's not funny it's not fun anymore yeah. there's nothing to like enjoy about it yeah it's like trying to you... like play the rest of this as like this romantic movie misunderstanding but it's really not that yeah. like, it's worse yeah this it's it's uncomfortable <laughs> it's like i said it's hard not to dwell on yeah. like it's it's yeah like it's hard to move past it and talk about the rest of the movie given that like it's just so disproportionate yeah to just like everything else to everything else that's happened in the movie and to everything that you know to the things that don't happen to them as a consequence um yeah so there's this travis tracy <sighs> confrontation where he's doing his evil villain shit uh, yeah and then tracy is like going in her car and she's like the seat is pushed back like for a big person to drive uh-huh uh, and there's also a bottle of pills underneath here. She's like, mm-hmm. "Uh oh." Yeah, uh, she. And meanwhile, Travis just like eases, her, like, I guess goes back to the family and is now supposed to celebrate Thanksgiving with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Tracy saves the day because she she does brain math and she puts everything together. And she's like, I gotta tell Becca. And um, she tells Becca off screen. <laughs> um, we don't get to see that, because I imagine that would be... Does she, or is that just revealed, like, at the end? She, uh, I mean, like, she does, because she, she, she says something, like, I don't remember if she says it out loud, but, um, or if she says it... Or if she says it out loud to herself, or if she says it to somebody, but she definitely says like I need to tell Becca. Um, yeah, but I and the, the way I took it is that she doesn't like tell Becca off screen, but she just like picks up Crawl and then they go to tell her together. Like oh yeah, the that's right. Yeah, that happens. There. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she finds him because he's hitchhiking. He's yeah. trying to go back to California, and she picks him up, and um, they they go tell Becca, and all of that happens off screen. We don't get to see Becca finding out any of this. No, we we see her find out together with the family, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are do they? Because I uh, doesn't Becca come in like at Thanksgiving no, and she's, she's like, like, 
they're like all sitting at the Thanksgiving meal, I think. Somebody comes into the Thanksgiving meal and is like, now they cut, they come in Columbo mode. Yeah, and... no, Tracy comes in. So they're like sitting at the Thanksgiving meal. Uh-huh. Uh, and Travis, Travis is trying is to do another big speech. Reason, and he wants to make a big speech about how happy yeah. he is that he is back here. And I think he's, he's trying to, he's gonna propose to Becca again. Mm-hmm. Because like earlier, when Becca discovered Polly in the compromising position, she like threw back his ring and is like, mm-hmm. "This is bullshit. Uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here." Um, <laughs> so now they're at the family meal, and then like Tracy comes in first, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hold on, yeah, one more thing, one more and thing." Yeah, <laughs> Polly also comes in, uh, and they're like. Crawl, what are you doing here? We sent you away after what you've done. Yeah, you horrible little man. Um, and he says, he says one question. Uh, why? Five minutes. <laughs> he, um, but yeah, they like whatever. I don't even remember how it goes down. They just expose Travis for being evil dirtbag man, yes. and also Theo for being in on it. Yeah, they explain um, like Tracy explains all the stuff about like the bottle of pills she found and the. Seed being pushed back, and she's like, it was pushed back because Theo was driving, and mm-hmm. also Travis was in on it, and both of us were drugged. Um, it's the most then, evil shit you've heard of. Yeah. Uh, and then Crawl does a karate <laughs> chop on Travis because he majored in karate for two semesters. Uh huh. <laughs> He's majored in everything. That's a running um, joke. And um, then the grandpa says, um, I had the quote somewhere here. The grandpa says, Travis, it really tweaks my melon to see a buff bro like crawl here get wheezed on by a greasy scumbag like you. So you just <laughs> chill. <laughs> that's how, and that's how this whole bizarre horror movie subplot (laughs) third act turn is resolved yeah (laughs) um and then like the very last thing you know walter uh is like here crawl we love you again come cut the turkey and um beck is about to be like now let me tell you the truth uh and then Crawl speaks up to save the day again, and he's like, we just haven't decided about the wedding date. We're gonna take it slow. Um, which I think is, like, I kind of like that way of, of wrapping it up, where it's like, because yeah. obviously, like, they, they have enough chemistry together, and they like each other enough that, like, um, I, I, I would believe them at least, you know, if they're not gonna, even if they don't, end up getting married at some point down the line, I can see them being together for a while. And that would be completely acceptable. Yeah, I mean, they're going back to California anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I I like it. So they, um, you know, they do that, and she's like, alright. And then, um, Dad... Uh, is it Dad? Yeah, Walter's... He says the funny last line where he he's says, like... Let's munch on some grindage. He says, let's watch on some grindage, and that's the movie. That's son-in-law. That's son-in-law, 1993. Can we talk a little bit before we end the episode about promotions? 
Yes. To promote the film, MTV <laughs> ran a contest to Mary Polly Shore in Las Vegas, won by Tanya, Tanya Sonati of Salisbury, Massachusetts. Though there was a, a ceremony on July 2nd, 1993, no marriage certificates were signed. I tried to, I really wanted to track down this woman um, to see if there was anything about this, yeah. but um, There's the, no the most I could find... On- yeah, the most oh, I could find was I've this. Found an article from 1993 about it. That's what I'm looking at. Yes. Yeah, the one on Entertainment. Yes. Uh, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Did Pauly Shore actually take the plunge during his July 2nd MTV wedding? True to form, he weaseled out of it. As part of a promotional gimmick for the recently opened son-in-law, Shore did everything but sign the certificate as, a, as at his arranged Las Vegas nuptials to Tanya Sanati, 18, a nurse's aide from Salisbury, Massachusetts, who beat out 25,000 other entrants to become Pauly's bride. Her rewards, a bumblebee ring, a yo-yo that lights up, four days in Vegas, excellent grindage, that's Polly speak for food, and airtime with Shore. We know that. I don't think he'd make a good husband. He's too much of a partier, says Sonati, who did manage a brief on-camera smooch with her pseudo-groom. It was just another day's work for him, she says, but it was something I'll never forget. I feel like there's much more to life than Salisbury. (laughs) Great promotion. Excellent. This is how you market a movie. Don't we just love it? And this is all there is about this. Like, if 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 you like, as I was googling this, every like the 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 only other stuff that comes up is uh, on on the Reddit page r slash today I learned someone just like copy pasted the Wikipedia thing out and linked to the Wikipedia page. So like, yeah, all the. All the information on this is like yeah, um, this is just <laughs> erased by history on the Wikipedia page and on this Entertainment Weekly article, which like you'd think if this is an MTV thing, you know, there's like some footage. <clears throat> yeah, you would think, but yeah, doesn't. It's so wild. It's just like to, to be archived, I guess. Yeah. It's wild. That's uh, like I wish there was anything. It's it, but I guess this is like put this on the lost media wiki. Yeah. Pauly Shore MTV wedding. I can't find anything. I might. I might. I might see if I can do more. Uh, more research into this. See if there's anything I can do. But um, you know, who's to say? Maybe it's just gone. Maybe it's just erased by time. All I can find about when I Google Pauly Shore MTV wedding is stuff about uh Pauly D from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Great. Getting <laughs> just not quite the folly I'm looking for. But yeah, that's son in law. That's son in law. Um That's son in law. How many how many weasels would we give this one? <laughs> how much Are we rating we, these? Uh, how, how did we rate Encino Man? Did we did we rate that one? I don't think we did. <laughs> do we do we like this one more or less or about as much? I don't know. I think I like this slightly more than Encino Man. Um, okay. I think, I think Encino Man just feels wait, just feels too much like a nineties teen movie. <laughs> like it, the thing, it feels like way more like the Cookie Cutter. Whereas this one is like has like this weird note to it, where it's like at some points like. Just much more like down to earth. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's more of a normal movie. Yeah, 
it like this I like this one more than Encino Man because I don't like the characters most of the characters who aren't Polly Shore but I dislike them a lot less than I like than I disliked Sean Astin <laughs> in Encino Man he was in fucking tolerable yeah. he was horrible the yeah, little we boy in this was awful, like but like, yeah, yeah, we were supposed to like him. Um, we were supposed to root for him. I didn't. Um, the the family, like, I didn't. The family weren't great, but they had enough moments. Yeah. Uh, where I I could get behind them. Um, so it 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 comes down to the characters a lot. I think, like, you know, the plots in both of these are fucking goofy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, think, I don't like, think there's Encino Man like. Encino Man just annoyed me more in, <laughs> yeah. in like the soundtrack choices. <laughs> in... It was the soundtrack in Encino Man was embarrassing. Yeah, it was like this one. This movie tries less hard to be cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it had Flea in it. It had Flea in it. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. It was yeah I don't know. the the like chemistry between the two leads was yeah good like it was yeah better than anything in Encino Man yeah like uh, and that's that's I was surprised by that because I remember um at the end of the last episode when we were talking yeah. about having to watch this I was like there's no way Polly Shore can could play a leading a romantic yeah. lead and now I'm spitting my cereal out um because <clears throat> they they made it work somehow. The chemistry, it was about the chemistry, and they, they, they made it work, so. Alright, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, it has, this movie is a 21% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's better than that. Yeah. Like, what does Encino Man have on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh. Let me look. Probably, like, it might have been a, might have a little bit more. Um. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Let's uh, see. 17%. 17. No, so this is slightly higher rated (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's probably about the difference i'd give them um more or less you know this one is like you can have this on you know aside from the yeah if the if the like drugging stuff wasn't so rancid i would like that's so yeah that's actually give this a recommendation but like with that caveat you know I guess be prepared yeah. that that's gonna happen, but yeah. Uh, other than that, it's like very watchable. Like I was, it didn't feel like this is a chore to get through this. Like I was just like mm-hmm. on a base level, you know, entertained enough to keep yeah, watching, yeah, yeah. even though what I was watching wasn't great. But it yeah. didn't like it didn't <laughs> bore me or it didn't want me to quit. Uh huh. Yeah. The. That's yeah. That's about how I would describe it. Um, I wasn't repulsed. Yeah. Except, but like the. I mean, I was repulsed by the drugging thing. But like the stuff at the end happens really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, it's especially given how fucking long it takes to get into the shenanigans. Yeah. Um. Because it, it. Yeah. Because yeah. like for for a really long time there isn't really a plot to it. Like just a hangout mm-hmm. movie for most of it. Yeah. Uh. The, I don't want to shout am, out one of the shenanigans which uh, which made me actually laugh out loud. We kind of skipped over it, but to me the funniest 
the funniest shenanigan he pulls in the movie is when the dad tries to teach him how to fish and then he's like yeah, and now you toss it and then he just like tosses the entire fishing rod into the water yeah <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> i did get some laughs I, I i wish i had written down what specifically yeah, I, I should, laughed at because I there was some the stuff thing. that like i i legit I, laughed at. i don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with uh esteemed film critic mike kermode uh, but like he he has a thing. He's such a weird guy. Uh, but he has a thing where he where he talks about the six laughs rule. Like to him, a comedy qualifies as like succeeds as a comedy if he counts six times he laughed out loud doing it. <laughs> and every time I I watch like one of these garbage nineties comedies, I was like, God damn it! I should have like counted how many times I left <laughs> to see if I passed the micro remote comedy rule. <laughs> well, we'll have to, let's, let's try to keep track of that with whatever the next movie is we need to watch. Next movie is doing... In the Army Now. Oh god, alright. So we're doing In the Army Now, is, and then is Jury Duty before or after? Jury Duty Biodome. is after that. and Biodome's Biodome the last one, the right? Last one, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think... Alright, so In the Army Now. A goofy movie comes like between In the Army Now and Biodome, I think. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. If we want to watch a good or a decent movie, we can watch that. But if we just want to keep with Polly, I'm fine with skipping it. Yeah. Oh, God. Andy Dick is in this. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's Andy Dick? Who's Andy Dick? Oh boy! Um, oh, he's in Zoolander. He's in the Cable Guy. He's he's been in many things. He was in 1999 Inspector Gadget, starring Matthew Broderick. That's a classic. He's been in many things. Most mostly, I mean, Andy Dick's entire thing is that he's like Andy Dick. Honestly, is probably like fodder for this podcast. Yeah. Does he have any like starring roles? That's the thing. Other than I don't in know. the army now, that's I'd have to look into that because I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, oh, he but... briefly had his own program, the Andy Dick Show. He, d- I remember the Andy Dick Show. He's I remember watching for the Andy his Dick Show. Outlandish behavior on a number of Comedy Central roasts and other appearances. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! He's Christ. kind of he just has, a personality. He apparently has a couple of sexual misconduct allegations, so that's great. Cool. Uh, well. Hoodwinked to Hood versus Evil as Boingo the Bunny, parentheses voice. Boku a Boingo. Okay, well, uh, look, <laughs> this was supposed to happen. This was bound to happen that because so many people in Hollywood have like some sort of uh, sex crimes going on. This was bound to happen that one of these movies will have people star in them who uh, are yeah. not great, so... Yeah, sad but true. The the loathsome truth. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, in the army now. Next time. In the Can't army wait. now, named after the song, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I don't know. When you're in the army the, now, like in the army now, is the one that has the most rancid cover art. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's. The, I'm looking at it and I'm not. 
Like, I'm not laughing for the reasons they want me to be laughing at it. This is the fakest looking poster. Yeah, it, yeah, every part of this is photoshopped. This was huh. directed by the director of Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we'll I'm get looking, to that. I- yeah, Next I am week looking in at release a... time, probably. Uh, who knows when in recording time. Yeah. I'm looking at a screen cap from the film In the Army Now 1994, and uh-huh. Andy Dick is in this screen cap, and he looks like Chris Fleming, just for the record. But <laughs> I one last thing, because I still have the uh, Rotten Tomatoes page for Encino Man up, and uh, one of the reviews at the very top uh, from Sheila Johnston of Independent Parentheses UK dated November 13th, 2017, says the film, comma, school of Bob and Ted and Wayne and Garth, but inferior inferior in all regards. Bob and Ted! (laughs) They're calling me Bob and Ted. (sighs) Okay, um... <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to make everybody aware of Bob and Ted. There's a weird thing happening in the letterbox reviews to these party short movies that the only people who watch them are perverts, I think. Because <laughs> uh, like for this movie, like one of the top or like one of the most recent reviews, like someone saying, um, "Movie so goddamn good, series gets better with each watch." And hate to say it, but party short crawl, ideal man. He's so hot. He exudes BDE. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm pretty sure I have looked at I have looked at the reviews for In the Army now also. And one of the top reviews also talks about how insanely hot Pauly Shore in this movie. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if that's if that's what uh grinds your gears, I guess. Yeah, if that's if that's what wheezes your juice. <laughs> that's what gets your wheeze going. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what munches your grindage. <sighs> Alright, I All think right. it has been an episode. We Yeah, I think that's what Despite our best episodes, we still we still talked about Son in Law for longer than the actual movie. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we'll prestige see you podcast. On the next episode with In the Army now. Do you have anything to plug? Um um, all the shit I do, I don't fucking know. Podcasting is forbidden than cloud recesses, nightmare and era. Um, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Join my Pokemon League next season. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of shit too. I have a bunch of podcasts. You know about yeah. them. Listen to Who Watches the Watch. Listen to Immortal Incantations. Uh, listen to A Song of Babies and Puppies. And I think that's it. Um, yeah. don't want to go overboard with plugging stuff. I don't have anything new going on, so. Yeah, if if you're listening to this podcast and you don't already know who the two of us yeah. are, that's fucking incredible. This is a podcast Please for, this isn't even, a, this isn't even a, yeah, this isn't even a podcast for us. I don't know who this podcast is for. This. Yeah, this is for this, Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Polly, if you're listening. <laughs> Please go subscribe to my podcast about the gay Chinese wizards. Um, <laughs> you'll love it. Uh, yeah, whatever. This is this is <laughs> this is an episode, I guess. Yeah, this has been Sicko and Ebert. 
we'll yep. see you on the next one. Okay, stay crusty. Stay crusty. Hot plays Sally Gooden all day. If I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny